Hello sports fans and welcome to the 41st episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to talk about rugby league. My name is Adam and I still know very little about football, so I'm joined like always by my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? G'day fellas, let's rip into it. That's another week where the Broncos won and my, my cohorts teams lost. Fantastic. Yeah, right. Uh, and the principal? <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, I'm not as happy as uh, Smokes is this week, but, you know, we'll get through this one and hopefully it's a better... You're, you're a bit of a glutton for punishment, aren't you, Principal? It's never-ending at the moment, but, you know, I'm forever the optimist, so let's, you know, maybe this week will improve things. Who knows? Yeah, and Phantom's not joining us again today, uh, probably because Bulldogs <laughs> beat his team, so, all right, let's move on. Like normal, I guess, for me, I didn't watch a single... Uh, no, it's not true. I did watch a little bit of the Dragons-West-Tigers game uh, the last half or so. Uh, but apart from that, I didn't watch any other games. Smokes, what about you? Did you watch many games? Uh, yeah, look, I watched um, Yeah, I, I watched a few of the games. Obviously, watched the, the Broncos go around um, and a couple of the other games too. And, and look, I, I caught a lot of the highlights of the games that I didn't see as well. So, And what about you, Principal? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I watched um, probably one too many games. Wish I didn't watch Saturday's Saturday afternoon's game, but I, I probably watched the same as Smokes. I watched the the Thursday Friday games and enjoyed the Bulldogs Roosters game immensely. Actually, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Smokes, your Broncos got up, beat the Sharks. Um, no, that very very tough game of footy. Like um, Brisbane defensively, I think that's the best I've seen them defend since sort of pre COVID. Uh, matches. Um, yeah, they were just really solid. I mean, the Sharks had a lot of possession, a lot of territory in the first half, and um, you know, they were only able to get the one try from a kick. Uh, a little bit of uh, Katoni Stagg's brilliance leveled the scores up, and it was looking a bit um, shaky towards the end of that second, uh, first half, too, because Adam Reynolds copped a, an accidental elbow to the face, and uh, Payne Haas was clearly struggling with his shoulder. Uh, but Reynolds came back out in the second half and, and his kicking game was, again, just fantastic. Um, something that really impressed me with him was his defence. Uh, he just really handled things defensively. I, I mean, look, he's obviously always been a very good defensive half, but I think you notice it more when, when he's playing for your team than you do when he's playing for an opposition team. Um, he just numbered up. The amount of times he, he, he moved up on Nico Hines, put a lot of pressure on him all night, um, and yeah, just a really solid, solid performance. And they had to do most of the second half without Payne Huss on the field too. So uh, very impressed. They're, they're starting to they're starting to get a few things together now. Brisbane. Um, they look better since they've they've changed the hooker. Uh, and I think um, Tamari Martin's going to get better too. He's he could be a very 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 smart buy that one because very cheap rate. And I think we're going to get some good value out of him. Yeah, I agree. It was um, fantastic. Adam Reynolds is actually starting to live up to his rebranding of the Broncos as his namesake. And um, he's actually, out of the last couple of weeks, he's just getting better and better, actually. Like, he's warming into that role, I think. He's just, um, it sort of made this week's game really exciting, actually. He's, he's yeah. really found, you know, top-notch form and, you know, he's going up against his old team and yeah. it's going to make a really good game. But, yeah, it shows that, Probably Nico Hunt's probably got a little bit more to improve, you know, up against someone like Adam Reynolds in the opposite position. Yeah, at, yeah, um, I think you're you right. Nico Hunt's been playing really well, but it he had, probably had his quite a quite a game, and I think it was because of what Adam Reynolds was doing. It was shutting out 
a lot of what Nico Hines could have done as well. Oh, de- definitely, yeah. And I think, yeah, you're right. I mean, that, that experience sort of really, really came through with Reynolds in that game. And look, Nico Hines is young and he'll, he'll certainly learn from it. I mean, as you said, it was a good lesson for him. And uh, I think Reynolds is sort of showing it. There's probably a few cynics who thought, oh, he's just going there for the payday. But I think he's starting, starting to really prove that, no, he's, he's there to improve that football team and he's doing that. So they, they, there's good signs for the Broncos. All right, uh, we've got the Titans and the Panthers. We all picked Panthers, and they won, you know, reasonably comfortably. Yeah, look, it was pretty... I mean, I only saw a very limited amount of this game, but uh, I guess the Titans, they, they certainly put in a good effort defensively, but Penrith were a little bit off. They, they just did what they had to to win. Don't need much else to say about that, really, is there? No, I think Penrith are pretty good at doing what they have to do. You know, they'll turn it up for some of the the harder games and, you know, they'll just beat the teams and just, like you said, they'll do what they need to do and they sort of keep doing it. They just keep doing it. I don't know when they're going to lose. They haven't lost one, have they? No, they keep on rolling through. So it's, um, it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who's going to give them their first loss. When do they play Melbourne? I don't know when they play Melbourne, but that'll be a good game when that comes up. Yep. Definitely. All right. Uh, and then what do we got? Rabbitohs and Sea Eagles. We all picked Rabbitohs. We all got that one. Yeah, it was actually, this game was um, a, a bit closer than what the score actually sort of implies, actually, with this one. So Manly played um, pretty pretty good to start off with. It sort of got away with them in the end. But probably the biggest thing from this was the spear tackle um, that, you know, there was a send-off, which doesn't happen very often. Yeah, so that was um, probably in the eighth minute or so, uh, and I think he got sent off for the whole game. So, you know, uh, Seagulls played with 12 men for, for the majority of the game. So, you know, even, even then, just keep the scores that close, I think that was, um, that was pretty good. I guess a big talking point, obviously, is the send-off, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, look, and I think, I think it was a send-off, and we'll, we'll discuss it a bit more in detail later. But, um, look, once it happened, I guess writing was on the wall for... Uh, manly. I mean, they, they did really well to actually get the first two tries of the match after that and, and make a fight of it for as long as they, they, they could. But, I mean, just that playing 70 or 71 minutes with, with a man down is just very, very difficult against a, a team who, who can score a lot of points. And, and South, again, they just did enough to win. Um, I don't think they were particularly ultra-impressive themselves. They just had the advantage and they, they took it. All right, uh, and then Saturday's games, we've got the New Zealand Warriors versus the Raiders. Principal, share us your details. <laughs> the, war- the Warriors won by one point. Fun was had by one team, the New Zealand Warriors. The others <laughs> probably shouldn't have even bothered turning up. Moving on. Oh, I, in all seriousness, no, it's, um, <laughs> it just shows you where the Raiders are at. They... Just consistently, they were leading, you know, they didn't score a point in the second half. So that was um, 20 points in the first half. And after that, I think the fear of losing or the fear of the second half comeback from the other team just makes them do stupid stuff. You know, the errors, the first half, there was minimal errors. There's two major errors by Rapana, actually. But um, as a Mm. team, it wasn't, it was actually a pretty good performance, especially in the forwards. And then the second half, it was just like the ball was covered in soap. They couldn't catch the ball. They were making mistakes. <laughs> there was penalties. It was pretty much to say, I laugh at it. I've had it like, I was distraught by the end of this game, to be fair. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing at it now. But this was, um, as a Raiders fan, this is, as, this is probably as low as it's been for 
you know, and there's been lots of low points in twenty years, the last twenty years, right? It's this is probably up there with the um, some of the worst performances, I think. And you know, it's it's a long road back for the Raiders to be anywhere near competitive. Yeah, Smokes thoughts. Yeah, I mean, and again, like another case of you started the game pretty well and then just just tanked. I know it wasn't a huge lead. Eight points isn't a massive lead. But again, I mean, they actually revealed a stat during the game. They said, like, I don't know over what period. It was last year or two years or whatever. But they said that in whatever period they, they, they mentioned that the Raiders had given up the most eight-point leads in matches to lose, whereas the Warriors had had the most comebacks from eight points down to win. And it happened again for both of them. So, look, I guess the other big one that I'm sure you weren't too thrilled with was the... Uh, was the, what, a minute to go? The the dive, quote-unquote dive, uh, by Matt Lodge to get the the match-levelling penalty goal. Imagine you weren't too happy yeah, about so, that. Yeah, I, I hate the, the, the general diving and, you know, the carry-on to try and get the penalty. I've always hated it. It's sort of like, you know, soccer. We always hate you see players fall into the ground that don't get hit. Lodge didn't get hit at all in the face, but you know what? The game was was over, and you know what? It actually it, the game that would just level the game, but it didn't excuse when Tom Starling coming out of their own end in the first first couple of plays of um, Golden Point from dummy half, his specialist role through a forward pass. Oh yeah, 30, 30 meters out, and then that play uh, Warriors. The next play, the Warriors kicked the field goal. So you know you're talking about. In the scheme of the game, you know, it obviously it made a big thing, but man, it shouldn't have got to that point anyway. It's just ridiculous, and then, and then that still didn't even win the Warriors the game. It was the Raiders, oh, yeah, another sure. error I mean, that guess... just that did it. But they're they're just lacking. The Raiders have zero leadership, absolutely none on the field. That's you can tell when they get into the to a lead, and it needs to be managed, and um, you know they need to be a little bit more conserve. You know they. They don't need to be conservative. I think that's their problem. They've been too conservative. But they, they don't have any leadership to pull them out of, you know, what's happening, these errors, and say someone to... There's no one to follow. Jack White does his best. He's actually... With a good leader, he'd be another, you know, in uh, in that leadership group. But they need a proper leader like the Reynolds and, you know, what the Broncos did. They basically mm. bought Adam Reynolds his skill, but also for leadership. He's going to... His role yeah. is to make sure stuff like this doesn't happen. It was obviously happened to Broncos a lot last year as well. Um, but it's just... Yeah. There's just no leadership. You look at the team and you think, who's the leader of the team? You know, the who mm. is it? Papali, you know, yeah, the, the experienced no, I, guys. I they just... Mean, yeah. they, don't, they, don't, they don't have that... They don't mm. take the game on. They don't take control of the game and make sure it... it um, you know, Raiders can be in a position at the end of the game to win it. They just it sort of implodes, yep. really, and... Yeah, it's just, you know, it's not going to change unless they can find some lead. They need to go all out on something, someone like an Adam Reynolds type player where they can get some mm. sort of leadership. And um, they've got yeah, Derek Croker yeah, back think, in this think, week, yeah. which I think yeah. is also well, a good thing. Back, That'll um, help. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, I, I guess, too, like going back to the Lodge thing, like, what I find amazing about that is the amount of people who are, like, slinging shit at him for doing it. It's like, well, don't blame him, blame the rule. Blame the rule. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, 9 out of 10 players, 99 out of 100 players do what he did if you're down by two points to try and get that penalty. I'm sorry, that's that's just the cold, hard reality. And what I did like is after the game, he admitted that he took a dive. He said, yeah, I did it to get the penalty. 
Like, he, he didn't try and bullshit. Yeah. Oh, no, I was really hurt. I got hit high. I couldn't get up. No, no. He just said, no, no, I did it to get the penalty because I knew I got hit high. Well, blame the rule then. Don't blame the player. And, and I guess what, what I also noticed... That's it. I, I actually blame the bunker. It's the bunker that could clearly see, you know, like, what, what are they putting the penalty for? And, they, you know, they, they get time to... Re- in the grand scheme of things, it's a penalty. Whether it's a reportable offence or not, I mean, that's, that's I guess, what, what was up for debate. Because it wasn't a penalty on the field. So that, that no, the key yeah. thing was the ref didn't blow the penalty. He stayed down. That then gets the bunker looking at it. They yep. can only then act on it if it's a reportable offence. So that was the, the error, right? For, so yeah. the ref was oh, happy absolutely. with the play. Yeah. And that, that was where, that was the controversy, right? So it was the bunker, but, you know, the bunker <laughs> rules on that one, calls that a report, but then Tupo just tries to take someone's head off and it's like, oh, no, it's fine, just, you know, it's just, you know, it's just crazy, some of these things. I, don't, I just don't get it. Oh, look, I, it's not, I it's not what lost the Raiders. Well, you know, it probably did lose in the game, it, but, it, you know, Raiders deserve to lose the game. That, that's what, Oh yeah, definitely. And, know, and, the main takeaway I guess what I would say as well, one thing I noticed, when it was Golden Point and the Raiders were defending that, that set after the error, um, and when it went to the field goal for Johnson, now, one guy ran up to put pressure on Johnson. One guy. And because yep. and Johnson noticed it. So because it was one guy, he was able to just step him and then take even more time to take the shot yep. at field goal. Everyone um, had given up. I saw that. And that, it was, yeah. as, like, as a, a fan, you, you're just infuriated. You're like... Every you know oh, this is something it. they practice. It happens regularly, and you can't yeah. get a few people off the line to run up. Just rush up. You're better off giving a penalty. You know, go early. Who cares? Half the time they don't penalise it. Give oh, it a go. You're yeah. going to lose anyway. It's, you know, and yep. it was um, exactly yeah, that and, and was look, disappointing. Had 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 a couple of other guys rushed up when Johnson steps past. I think it was Horsburgh, the, the ironically the guy who who did the high tackle. Um, it, then there would have been other guys to then force him to either pass it or do a grubber kick, but he wouldn't have been able to get the field goal away. So, yeah, that was a bit... Yeah, but anyway, that's that's something I'm sure that would have been pointed out by people in much more in the know than myself. Uh, Bulldogs and Roosters. <laughs> principle. I love that you don't pick the Roosters on principle and you got the points. Good on you. A horror start to Super Saturday, but a wonderful end. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When I saw this, was it the end or was it the middle game? I don't know, wherever uh, it was. It was the middle game. I, it was the middle game, I, yeah. To be honest, I stopped watching after this. I was like, the win. <laughs> can't get any, you know. <laughs> I'm, the win. I'm done. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> the, the Bulldogs actually did everything the Raiders didn't do. They actually played as a, a, a team, you know. It was very cohesive, like a cohesive performance. Yeah. And um, the Roosters are just, they're not like the Raiders, but they're, they're really having trouble with their errors and just. They they they're basically the opposite of what the Bulldogs were. They they don't have any. They sort of don't look to have that cohesion, and that um, they're not sort of working together the way they have the last yep. forever. I don't know for ages, but um, yeah. What yeah. do you think, Smokes? Did you watch the game? Yeah, I mean, I saw the first half because then I actually had a r- rare opportunity to go out for a bit of a date night. So um, with with the misses, so um, so I saw the first half before we went out, and um, yeah, look, um, they they. Yeah, I think you're right. They 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 played a bit more. Soon they played a little bit more to their their strengths as well, which was um you know you could see that with I think it was the try that Dufty set up. I mean that that's his sort of play that over the top pass. I mean 
they played a bit more to their attacking strengths, and they defended really well. And, and look, it's no surprise as well that the Roosters get another favourable call that just goes unnoticed. The try to James Tedesco, there was a knock-on in the play of the ball, or just before the play of the ball. Yeah. And because it was a clear and obvious... Because it happened before the play of the ball, when the bunker reviewed it, they could not overturn it, which is such a deficiency in the rule. And, and, but again, you know, it's, it's, it's the higher-ranked team, of course. Of course they didn't make a mistake. I just like to hammer on about this because uh, certain someone's not here to defend them. You know what I love is, loved about this too is not, not only did they lose. See, I, I love this because the Roosters lost in round one to Newcastle, who are now running last. And in round eight, they lost to the Bulldogs, who were running last until they beat the Roosters. So I just love that they've lost to the last place team twice this year already. I think that's fantastic. And the other thing I love too is that this is the second week in a row where the Broncos won, and neither of your teams did. So I'm just going to enjoy it as long as it lasts. You know, I what? just reckon Phil Gould should be uh, doing more oh, coaching Phil sessions. Oh, Phil Gould, that's right. What... We forgot the master coach. That's all he's doing. Got, I mean, we, we mention him every week, so I figured I'd better. Oh, I don't know what we're exactly. doing in the news, but I think we better mention him. Yeah. Um, sorry, Principal, you were saying? No, I was just going to say, that the only other fantastic part about this game was... In the last moments of the game, uh, I think it was Sawali or someone oh, dived over in the corner. It. Yep. And it got over they there. thought they'd won. They went on like a bunch of dickheads and they were um, in the faces of the Bulldogs players and they were just loving that they'd won against the bottom of the table team and celebrating the win <laughs> and then it got pulled back. And it yep. was just fantastic. <laughs> you know, it was just like, it was just, just fantastic to see that they're... Oh, I agree. Hopes and dreams of winning against the Bulldogs were just dashed. Probably my favourite bit of the match, actually. When they yeah, it was pretty good. Got it and it's, oh, no, sorry, boys. Ducks off. Cowboys and the Eels. We all picked the oh, Eels, wow. and yet Cowboys won pretty convincingly. What a belting. What a belting. And I, enjoy, I enjoyed this. I mean, I saw a lot of the second half of this game. Um, wow. What, they're they're, they're going to do a lot better than we all thought, the Cowboys. They, I think Todd Payton knows how to coach. I really think he knows how to coach. He he seems to finally have Tom Dearden playing good football. Chad Townsend's playing really well for them as well. And, uh, you know, as a Queensland fan, I love seeing the hammer come on and score that try he scored in the second half because, you know, he didn't even look like he was at three-quarter pace. He looked like he was jogging, and he easily went around all the Eels outside backs, including Clint Gutherson, who is not a slouch. They're, they're in hot form. They're a good team. Yeah, it's disappointing for the Eels, I guess, as well, because they've sort of been really hot and cold, and probably more so cold this yep. year. Oh, they've won yeah, a few, Yeah, they've been a bit up and down, yep. They're, they've, um, they've been a bit up and down, so, yeah, interesting. Well, they beat Melbourne, but then they lose, like, against the Tigers and Cowboys, who they would be expected to beat. So that's, that's I think, where we sort of get the hot and cold from them. It's like they... See, they, they've got Penrith this week. They'll probably, have, they'll probably lose, but it'll probably be a close game. Because they'll step up for it. But when when you look at all the teams on the ladder, except for probably the top four, Penrith, Melbourne, North Queensland Sharks, you look at the, every, everyone apart from the probably the bottom three have been really up and down. Parramatta, South yeah. Roosters, doesn't you yeah. know they've been you know winning some, losing some against teams yeah. you wouldn't expect. They haven't struck any um, consistency. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's a bit strange, especially from some of the top teams. Three weeks ago, we said, geez, the Dragons are in a lot of trouble. They win three in a row. Now they're, they're equal sixth yeah. with about five other teams. So, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird, weird season. But I, the, the top two are definitely standouts from everyone else. 
Yeah, just call yep. the grand final now. <laughs> I, I, I mean, personally, I'm ready for the season to finish. <laughs> how long do cricket? How long do cricket start? <laughs> oh, yeah, you got about four. We've got another mate. twenty weeks of this, mate. <laughs> oh, four months of pain. Oh, anyway. well, yeah. oh, you've got origin. All right, uh, <laughs> knights and storm. Storm gave an oh. absolute shellacking to the old knights. We all picked storm. Oh yeah. You want to watch this one? No, not much of it. Good old knights. The one team that are making you'd be, you'd be ha- not you'd as be happy bad. with their performance. Was, in fact, in fact you guys happy. actually went up a spot on the ladder because of the because of the storm winning by so because much. Because how bad the Knights were. Yep. So. Losing games, going up on the ladder. We'll move, we'll move on team. then. Uh, Love them. Our last game is the Dragons and the West Tigers. Uh, I watched the last half of this, like I said. Um, very exciting now, Biter, because I thought West Tigers were going to like score in the last couple of minutes, and then it'll be a you know golden point rule or whatever. But uh, not, they got they, they they missed out and Dragons won pretty well. So yeah, very I don't know, gritty. Did anyone watch it? Very yeah. I saw same with you. I saw most of the second half. I mean, very gritty by St George. That's how they're winning at the moment. They're just back in their defence and and Ben Hunt's able to just come up with just enough in attack to get them home at the moment. He's he's such a good player. He's one of my favourite players to watch actually. I think he's a guy who just. He's always a hundred percent in every game. He just gives everything, and he he is the dragons. Like the, the, their their success hinges on him and him alone, pretty much. All right. Well, uh, smokes could work. You picked six out of eight tips. The rest of us boys, we picked four out of eight, so we got fifty fifty. And you are now the leader. The leader. For the it's the first wide. time ever. First time in either season I've been leading this thing. It'll probably last a total of one week. <laughs> You're on 45 out of 64. I'm on 44. Phantom's on 41. And Principal, 39. Oh, that Canberra handicap, mate. That's cost you six points. You'd be, you'd be a Canberra, Roosters <laughs> handicap. There's a lot. I mean, the Roosters yeah. handicap actually got me a point this it's week. It's kind but... of helping you a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, on to our power rankings. We'll just cover the three teams we care about in the top three just quickly. Oh, uh, the Raiders are 15th. So sorry. they're down, down three spots in they're, 15. They're down three points. Which I think is fair. They're There's pretty not much, much further to day. drop, mate. Nights. There's not much further to drop. Only way is up. Roos is a 10th. They are down two <laughs> spots. And the Broncos are 6th. And they are yeah. up four spots. I, I'd probably maybe rank the Broncos maybe 7th or 8th, not 6th. I don't think they're quite there yet. But uh, that's, I think, on current form that... They've got the order of them, right? And they got the order of the top yeah. three, right, as well, on form. Yeah. yeah. Cowboys, Panthers, and Storm. Yeah. Broncos win this week. Yet. They'll be about six, I reckon. That that I, would be I fair if they so. beat South. I think if um, they win this week, I'd rank us about sixth. Yep. I, I'm, I'm with I you mean, on that. I mean, Roosters have lost against the two teams that come in bottom. They've got no power, so they should be. Oh, it's nothing. Just, be, you know, just expelled well from the competition. <laughs> Even with the refs' help, they struggle. to be booted out. Uh, On to some news stories here. I've got the first one loaded up. Uh, 30 years ago, it would have been... It was the worst act of foul play. Kent blasts Gus Freddy over send-off hypocrisy. Yeah, they're they're talking about the the, um, spear tackle by Lawton um, in the Manly game. And apparently in commentary, and I've heard a bit of the audio feed, Gus and Freddy commentating for Channel 9 were suggesting it shouldn't have been a send-off and... It's not right, it dilutes the product, and it's primetime TV, blah, blah, blah. And look, I think Paul Kemp was right, that, that's irrelevant. The game doesn't have a responsibility to, to, to the ratings. The, ga- the, the game is first and yeah. foremost a sport. But you know what also, you know what dilutes a product? Hmm. People getting the neck snapped. Well, so, exactly right, you know, exactly. Well, it's like, you need to, you know, it was, 
It's about as dangerous as it gets. Like that was as close to that old fashioned spear tackle that yeah, it was it was an accident. It was an accident, but, but it was still dangerous. And and the fact is that's because well, something that looked far less severe than that was what broke that poor bloke from Newcastle's neck a few years back. Uh, that um, Alex McKinnon. Alex McKinnon. I mean, the, yeah. the tackle that got him was nowhere near as 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 much of a, a lift in that. But he broke his neck. He's a paraplegic for the rest of his life. Yeah, but it's just com- comments like that from those you know from the Channel Nine commentators is why I can't can't watch that yeah. that broadcast. I um I find so, that you know they're always going the old school mentality. Well, they, they tried to def- they, and, they uh, tried to defend that Latrell Mitchell hit la- uh, last year as well. Not not yeah. say that he shouldn't have been you know sent- well, and and he didn't get sent off in that game either. So you know the game's got to be hard on this stuff because. That's how you eliminate it. Yeah. And, and yeah, like there's going to be an action every now and then, and it means someone's get, some team's going to have to go with a player less, but that's life. That's the rules. All right, on to our next story. Our favourite topic, Adam Reynolds. Knew I had to get out. Reynolds opens up on South Exit and how Bennett, oh, good old Wayne Bennett, helped seal Broncos' deal. Wow, he gets some, he gets some air time, doesn't he? He gets some he media like coverage. He's, um, so he should. You know. Is his name on the Broncos Leagues Club? You know the Reynolds Leagues Club yet? I think they renamed. The, I think they renamed the Leagues Club Reynolds. Reynolds yeah. <laughs> it's just Reynolds now. Because they did some Reynolds. The they did and some stuff. Reynolds, and they, they they now call it Reynolds. Yeah. Coming into Reynolds for a feed and a beer, it could be looked after. <laughs> um, look, oh, the story is obviously because um, he, he. This is the first time he's coming up against South Sydney because he was out with COVID for round one when when the Broncos played them first up. So. Uh, and talking a bit about his kind, it's interesting to sort of read a bit about how he's he's saying that um, that South obviously, and this was sort of reported. They offered him a one year deal, and then they said, well, and then we're going to sort of help you find another club after that. And he's like, he said he would have stayed if they gave him two. He would have been happy to take the pay cut. He said that the money wasn't necessarily the issue. It was the length of time he wanted to be. He wanted more than one year to offer a bit of security for his family, and they didn't come to the party. So you know, and obviously, and. Interesting that Wayne Bennett had nothing bad to say about the Broncos, considering the way they fell out a few years ago. But uh, uh, and he sort of, you know, thanks Wayne. Maybe he's still secretly working for us. Who knows? But thank you because we're very much happy with the results thus far. Continuing our Wayne Bennett theme here, uh, Cam is the guy laughing now. Oh, sorry, Cam is the guy laughing. Wayne Bennett's swipe at Storm as Monster Saga takes a twist. Yeah, I guess this is sort of retaliation because the Storm sort of suggested that they um, lodged a complaint with the Dolphins because Wayne talking about, you know, potentially getting Cameron Munster there in a couple of years' time. Uh, Wayne's just sort of laughed off saying, well, we haven't done anything wrong. General said, I haven't done anything wrong, so get over it. And <laughs> that's basically it. And he said, well, Cameron Munster's the one laughing because he's the one getting the offers from everyone. So maybe you guys just need to get over it. If we want to talk to him, we will. I don't see anything really wrong there with what the Dolphins are doing. They haven't offered him a contract. They're just talking to him, which they're allowed to do. All right, another Wayne Bennett story here. Wayne keen on struggling $1.2 million star and could be the man to unlock NRL's biggest weapon. we got to stop letting Smokes pickle these stories. Yeah, I was gonna, do our listeners realise who selects these stories each week? <laughs> There's a very, there's a clear theme. To be fair, it wasn't the most busy news week for stories. I was trying to find a bit of variety, and I think there was about four or five different articles about Wayne Bennett. I'm like, well, that's pretty much all they're talking about this week, so I'm going to have to throw a couple of them in there. 
He doesn't even coach a team this year. Yeah, I know. And yet there's that many stories about him. I know. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I know. I, know. I, I, I just yeah, love I Wayne tried. Bennett. Look, I think he'll end up at the Dolphins in a couple of years' time. Yeah, I agree too. I don't think he's going to... I think he'll go there. Um, and Bennett's going to have far better success or better chance of unlocking what he can actually be... What he can actually produce, so... Uh, coaching offer rejected. This is really interesting, this one. I don't know why Samoa... You know, it's actually... It'd be fantastic to have both John's brothers coaching, coaching a team like that. And they obviously want to. This has been going on for a while. They've well, been yeah, they were talking putting their this name up for year. this. They were yeah. talking about this last year, weren't they? And, um... and they've offered for free. So they're, they're just, they just mm. want to sort of get that. Because Samoa's been one of the teams, which has been probably out of the Islander teams, have been the most disappointing in terms of performances on the, you know, in the international what they, league. what their, their potential is, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, looking at the players that they've got, yep. you know, and they've had playing, um, and you compare them to Tonga, and Tonga have managed to, I mean, they've beaten all the main teams now, I think, haven't they? Mm. Tonga, they, they beat Australia. They've, 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 beaten, all, they've beaten the top, England, the top three tiered teams at least once each, yeah. Because um, they beat England, Samoa they beat got New Zealand, them. they beat Australia. Yeah, Samoa have, have got the potential with the, the players in the NRL. Um, yeah. I think even Josh Papali's played for them at stages. Um, yeah. You know, they've, they've got quite a... They, you know, over the years, they've had lots of players that they could form a good team, but they've just never had any sort of success like Tonga has. So I think that's what the Johns brothers want to sort of unlock and sort of, you know, how good would it be if you could have Tonga, Samoa... Oh. Plus yeah. the three other, if three well, then, top then all of a sudden you've teams. got a genuine, genuine World yeah. Cup, and and I guess the other thing too is I, I'm sure that they mentioned last year that a lot of the players who would be eligible for Samoa are not pledging their allegiance because they don't agree with the co- the current coaching situation. So and I know you can't let the players necessarily control, like determine who your coach is going to be, but I mean if it's gonna if it's gonna result in another six or seven top line players. Pledging their allegiance to Samoa, isn't it worth at least bringing them on board and see how they go? I mean, geez. Um, I would think that in this case, you could let the players decide who the coach is because it's an well, international team. It's not It's not so much that, you know, in club land, yeah. it would never work. It would only lead to yeah. disaster. But if yeah. you've got some of the top team players in the NRL saying mm. that we want to play for Samoa, these are the coaches we'd love to play for and they're offering their... You know, these are yep. two legends of the game. It's not; these are not just random, like you know, yep. people that you know without any sort of stature in the game. You know, you got Andrew Johns and Immortal. Matty yep. Johns knows his stuff, and yep. yeah, yeah, just yeah, crazy. I, I but anyway, I think it seems a bit strange that they wouldn't at least um, consider it a bit further. But uh, anyway, they they haven't, and they'll probably just continue to potter along and underachieve. All right, moving on to our last story here. Hasting doesn't hold grudges, but hasn't spoken to Barrett since Sea Eagles' exit. Why would he talk to Trent, bloody Trent? Because he, because you know he got because Trent got sacked not long after him in the end. So from Manly, <laughs> you think you'd oh. consolidate with a drink, wouldn't you? All right. Well, he, he made up with the players. Apparently, he made up with yeah. Cherry Evans. Apparently, he made up with Cherry Evans before he went over overseas. Um, a few yeah. years back, he, he made up with him well, well back in the day. And apparently, when they played a trial match in the preseason this year, they they caught up with each other after the match for fifteen twenty minutes and had a chat. And he said, "He's got no problems with the players." And well, even with Trent Barry, he said, "Look, he said I don't have anything against him, but you know, I haven't spoken to him." And and why would he? Like he's a former coach. He's, they weren't mates. He was yeah. a coach. He was a player. You know, they both got got other issues. I think it's the media just trying to 
drum up a, a story because they're they're coming up against each other. But I don't think there's really much there. I think they'll just. I don't think it'll have any impact on what happens in the game. He's been playing pretty well. He put, he went all right again against the Dragons last week. So. Cherry Evans is in pretty good form for Manly as well. And, and look, uh, Manly, they've lost a couple in a row now too, so they're kind of desperate to, to get a win. So it should be an all right game, actually. Uh, moving on to beer bets. Smoke's good work. You won seven beers. Mm-hmm. Phantom is only on seven beers and Principal's <laughs> on 29. So uh, who's got a bet for me? And I will scroll down to <laughs> this week's round. I got a big beer bet this week. Okay, yeah, so I'm going... Here. The double of the Broncos and the Knights to both win. So we're quite the the two teams that are you know in the betting quite you know quite large sort of outsiders. Wow, the Broncos are both of those two. That's ridiculous. That's why I'm including those. You guys haven't learnt about multis from last year. That is ridiculous. Oh, should I chuck in plus Raiders win thirteen plus and we'll see? Oh, (laughs) that's not part of you. Look, I'm happy to no. take the bet as it is. I will take the bet. And I'm telling you now that Phantom will take that bet. Uh, well, if Phantom's will... doing yeah. that, I'm going four. So let's do four. Ooh-hoo, four. All um, right. Well, Phantom's doing four beers because he's missed the last couple. Actually, is he on six or four now? He doesn't have much left to bet. Yeah, I don't think we went up to play more last time. So we'll just do four beers for this. Anyway, yeah. Smokes, what's your bet? Uh, my bet is going to be... Melbourne to win by six or less. They've been on an absolute point-scoring marathon, but I think the Dragons will put up a fight against them. Oh, I'm definitely taking that one. Two, just two oh, beers on that's... that one. I'm not super confident about that bet, but I'll, I'll, I'm backing the Dragons to defend well in this match. All right, and then a made-up one for Phantom with four beers? Oh, how, how about... How about um, Phantom shows up next week for the podcast. I think you might do that. Two beers. I reckon... Uh, <laughs> might be the only um, way to get Bruce him here. Just, just, just back yeah, that team. Right, Phantom to show yeah. up. Phantom two beers. We'll just, two, two, we'll, just, we'll just do two for him because he doesn't have many left, the poor yeah. bugger. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, that one. we've got all these listeners it. thinking that we've got this imaginary friend that... You know, you know that we, you know, he's coming, guys. Don't worry. You know, eventually, you know, we've got friends. You know, it's and, not and you know, the thing is, when he does show up and people hear him, it's like, oh, is, is, is that what we're waiting for? Oh, yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Oh, I love it. All right. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, Phantom, but you're not here to defend yourself, so go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> so... That's the highlight of my week. Just like. <laughs> Super coach, we, we scored 984 points, which is, you know, okay-ish. We did not win our head-to-head match. We're up against someone pretty good, I think. So uh, but that's okay. We, we'll, we'll live to fight another day. I might have a look at some trades here. I was so annoyed. I actually traded the hammer out of our team last week because I thought he was still injured. And he comes in, scores a try, does all right. So it's like, oh. On to the tips for round nine. I've got Phantoms and I've got my tips here ready. So, Rabbitohs versus Broncos. Smokes, I'm going to guess Broncos. Yeah, yeah, Broncos. Um, going for three in a row. Should be a good game. It'll be a test, though. No Huss and no Capewell, but Paddy Carrigan's back. So, I'll back Reynolds to get up over his former team. And Principal? Uh, is it in Sydney or Brisbane? It's in Sydney. Uh, I'm going to go Rabbitohs, but I... I just got this feeling Broncos might win, but I'll tip Rabbitohs because I really want to start trying to catch up in some of this tipping. Yeah, I think it's a big I, I, I think I think four dollars is ridiculous odds for the Broncos. Four dollars, I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, if it's I, good I if you think, get I it, think but... I'm just going to be putting a sneaky bet on after this. I think if that's still the 
Just lazy 10 <laughs> bucks, 20 bucks or something, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, Raiders versus Bulldogs, oh, Another battle of the cellar dwellers. Oh, jeez. Spoon Bowl. Spoon Bowl 2022. I, yeah, I, I think my namesake will inspire the Raiders to a very messy, ugly win. All right. And Principal Raiders? Oh, look, I'm go- Raiders... Uh, 13 plus specials this week you know what <laughs> you said that you said that last week <laughs> and the week before <laughs> if I, you know eventually they're just gonna, it could be five years from now but I'm going to be right eventually oh. but you know what they're so unpredictable they're just so you just never know what's going to happen that no Jack White no Jack White for a couple of weeks oh yeah forgot about that I just like the uh, even the um, even the bookies don't know who's going to win it. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> just, um, so we've got two. Yeah, okay. It's probably going to be thirteen plus of the Bulldogs, but I'm still going to tip Raiders. <laughs> you right. you've taught me out of it. That's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Panthers versus Eels. We talked about this one earlier. We think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I, I think pick Panthers. Fan and pick Panthers. Yeah, I think it'll be a good Smokes. game. I mean, I'll go Penrith. I mean, you can't not tip them at the moment. But yeah, I'll stick with yeah, Panthers. Nah. Yeah, pa- yeah, I'll go Panthers. Eels will probably get up for this game as the Western sort of derby, so it'll, um, I, you know, I think they'll be up for it, but I think Panthers will be way too strong. All right, and then Sea Eagles versus West Tigers. I'm surprised Phantom picked Sea Eagles, to be honest. I thought he'd go for another upset. I reckon I know why, too, and his boyfriend's back for Manly. Tommy Turbo is back. So, yeah, I'll go Manly. I, I, think, um, I think West will put up a fight, though. They're starting to play okay, but I'll go with Manly. And Principal? Manly. All right, Roosters and Titans. Principal, let's start with you. Uh, Titans, Titans by right. default. But you know what? <laughs> Titans pushed the um, Panthers last week a bit. Um, we did say that they probably only did what they need to do, but Roosters aren't playing well at all, so it's. Um, I reckon Titans got a good chance. I will uh, say Roosters. I will back the Roosters, but, geez, I'd love to see them lose for the third time this year to a team <laughs> running equal last. <laughs> Titans are oh yeah they are yeah they're equal last <laughs> they're, they're, they're four and against is just slightly better than some of those other teams yeah fair enough, fair enough. all right uh, uh, Cowboys and Knights smokes yeah Cowboys they they're really impressing me I got to say they're mm. I think they're they're they've got to be a, well I wouldn't say they're shooing for the top eight but very good chance I think. Principal oh, no I'm going Knights uh, this is the upset of the what? week what oh, oh that's upset right. of the week. The big Knights. Oh my goodness. The Knights. Yep. The Alright, right. Storm and Dragons have another upset, Principal. <laughs> <laughs> no. Storm. <laughs> Storm by a lot, I think. It's um right. I think Storm will, will count for them pretty easily. I think Dragons will make this a uh, they'll put up a bit of a fist of it, but Storm will win. I think again, ten to one the Dragons. That's a that's big odds in a in a two horse race. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but they've won three in a row. It's not like they're they're. It's not like they're. Yeah, but it's a storm. It's a storm. <laughs> All right, sharks in New Zealand. The, the Raiders most... would win a game like that just to like absolutely destroy my mind. Just to, of, to... Like what's going on? It would just be, you know give me hope, and the next minute we lose again to Newcastle, oh, yeah. Bulldogs, all the rest. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Oh, sharks in New Zealand. Smokes. Who are you picking? Oh, yeah, Cronulla. Cronulla, they're the home side, so I'll stick with them. They'll, they'll bounce back. Yep. And then Principal? 
Oh, I would. I hope that Sharks win by one point. Matt Lodge <laughs> hits someone over the head, and then it's a you know goes into Golden Point. It's a bit of a reverse of the Raiders game, but Sharks. Yeah. That's a long yeah. way of saying All right, Sharks. No problems. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of uh, this episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. As always, you can find us on the Facebook group Pub Talk Rugby League Podcast. Uh, thanks all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Get out. Bye. See you, boys, then. Bye. See ya. Bye.